0: Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host Isabella Williams and this is Just Musings. Today I talk all about social media, which I know a lot of people talk about social media, but I'm not super against it. And I'm also not super for it, so I feel like my opinion is going to be different than what you normally hear. I really like influencers, there are influencers that I follow and admire, and then there are some that I kind of question. So grab a coffee, water, your favorite beverage, grab a snack, clean some dishes, and sit back and listen to my thoughts on one of the most popular platforms in the world. I first had social media in my freshman year of high school and it was a really difficult thing for me because i loved taking pictures and videos and creating things i watched youtube i watched influencers on youtube all the time i started watching emma chamberlain if you know who that is i started watching her videos we're the same exact age so i started watching those things um and like seeing them on social media all the time, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. They're like the coolest people on the planet. And I formed this relationship with social media that was really weird. And by weird, I mean, I had gotten to a point where I really desperately wanted to be, this is so weird to say, but I really wanted to be an influencer. I really wanted to be like a business person. And I would take pictures because I thought, oh, this is what other people want to see. And I'm going to get a million followers and become famous. That never happened. It still doesn't happen to this day. If you look at my personal social media, I have, like, no followers. And I would be lying if I said I didn't still sometimes be, like, wondering (laughs) if um, maybe one day I'll become famous. That would be cool. But I also don't think that would be good for me mentally, and it's something I've really been thinking about a lot because I've learned how to interact with social media over the past couple of years in a way that has honestly changed how I look at it. And I wanted to talk about it because I feel like a lot of people have a really negative view of social media and Instagram and TikTok um i there are things about it that I don't like that I wish were different, and then there are things that I really like about it and really enjoy it's one of it's one of my favorite things is to film videos, even though no one follows me. It's so fun. I just like creating things in general, so having that outlet is just really, really nice. So I just wanted to talk about my personal experience with social media, how I've come to a place where it's enjoyable for me and what's helped me have more of a healthy relationship with it so first i i'm trying to think when i right around the pandemic i started getting super depressed for probably obvious reasons the pand- pandemic was really difficult for everyone um I grew up, I know I've said this before, I grew up in a cornfield basically, so lockdown was a lot easier than it is in the city, because I experienced some of it here last year, and I'm thankful for that, but I couldn't go literally anywhere, and at the time, my grandmother was really sick, so I really had to isolate because we didn't want to get her sick. So, I felt like my outlook was really through social media for a minute, and I got in this routine where I would get up in the morning, I'd make myself breakfast, I'd go back upstairs to my room, and I'd watch YouTube videos. And I'm so thankful, and this is going to sound so cheesy, but I really felt so much better because I would sit there and I'd watch these vlog videos by various influencers just living their lives and it helped me feel connected to someone and it motivated me to be productive and I had nothing else to do so it helped me to one I ate breakfast every single morning and it was normally something I was watching them make and because their most influencer influencers are healthier um which i'm not saying that's necessarily a good thing i do have thoughts on on eating culture on social media but um i would like make fried eggs every single morning in a smoothie and a bagel because i love bagels <laughs> and i would sit up there and i would just it motivated me to one just take care of myself i was eating i was exercising i was doing all of the things that kind of go with like the it girl influencer culture because I had nothing else to do. And now, do I do that as often? No. And I have a, a little bit of a different view on it now. But at the time, it was so helpful for me. So on one hand, I'm really thankful for social media and I'm really thankful for the connection that you can have through it. And also just being able to connect with friends and people across the world is really, really cool. There are elements of it that are awesome, and even being able to grow this podcast. One of the biggest things that have helped me grow this is social media, so it's really great, but I've had to remember (laughs) social media is a business. They make money off of your content, and the more followers you get, may not be, like, I know a lot of people really want to get a million followers, or be an influencer, and on one hand, that would be really cool, but when that happens, social media becomes your livelihood, it becomes a business, it's no longer, oh, I feel like posting this picture, and it doesn't matter, I can just do whatever I want, at that point, it becomes how you make money and i've never been in this situation i've never been an influencer i've never made money off of social media so i'm completely (laughs) assuming these things from what i've read or seen but i can imagine that something that was once a creative outlet turned into your job would be really difficult so i've just tried to remember it is a business they're making money off of you, and as stupid as it sounds, it, they don't really care. It's just about making money, generating money. There's so many ads. It's basically a magazine. It's like you're flipping through a magazine. There's a ton of beautiful pictures and cool things, but there there's ads because it's a business. So that element of it is really helpful for me to remember, But then it also sort of poses the question in me it's fun i love posting tiktok videos but at what cost like is it worth deleting all my social media accounts and not having any of that distraction because getting likes getting follows anything like that instantly gives you like a dopamine rush that you would get from working out and It's addictive. It's like gambling. It's like, oh my gosh, I just got 40 followers. If I keep doing this, maybe I'll get 40 more. And it's just this constant gamble and this constant how much can I generate this to become something. And it's just this constant question of maybe if I keep posting this thing or if I do this certain TikTok video, I'll go viral and I'll become famous. And I have fallen into this where I start posting pictures and posting things that I don't necessarily like, but I think someone else might. And then I'm like, okay, maybe I'll I'll get a follow, maybe I'll go famous, like or go viral. <laughs> um, and that's something that I think is really like those two things: just it being a business and it, the addictive elements of it. I really don't like. And companies sell your information, and they regulate everything you see, so it's not like this completely unique thing. Everything you're looking at is 100% regulated. Um, That being said, I do, I really, really like scrolling. I do. I like, I mean, who doesn't? I like sitting and scrolling on my TikTok. I like saving funny videos. I like saving aesthetic videos. It's something I genuinely really enjoy. And like I said, I'm really thankful for it because it's just fun and it's inspiring if you set it up to be inspiring. And that's something that I've had to learn. I remember I had a friend who I told them, I was like, you know, I just She would send me people to follow all the time and I'd be like, no, I don't, I don't follow anything unless I really want to because everything on my social media, I work really hard to keep it productive because social media is a tool. What you're taking in and what you're looking at, you're gonna subconsciously, it's going to affect you. If you're looking at really sad, depressing things all the time, you're probably going to get sad and depressed. If you're looking at motivational things or things you really enjoy or things that are inspiring, it's going to affect your mood. And that's where I started becoming super protective of what I followed. And I would go through my followers every month and make sure everything I was following was encouraging to me and something that I wanted to follow, and reframed it as if I'm going to have social media, because I did delete it for about, I think, six months, Um, I came to the conclusion if I'm going to have social media, I want to have it in a way that I feel productive and I feel is something that is constantly encouraging to me, and it, it does take some work I'm going to be honest. It's like some people are like, okay, I just want to check out. I don't want to have to sit there and go through my my followers or who I'm following. That's totally fine. This is just my opinion and what has helped me because I really struggle with comparing myself to other people. So there are people that I really like influencer wise that I follow, but I'll mute their posts or their stories so I can choose when I want to look at it. Um, that's something I really recommend, muting people, because you may want to follow someone, but you may not want to see their stuff. I recommend go ahead and mute them, because it will probably help with that. Um, and also feeling in control of, you know, I really want to see what this person has been posting, I want to see their videos, and if I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't like this, I'll just unfollow them. There was an, an influencer that I used to watch her YouTube videos when I was younger, and I, it's really weird. I wonder if, if anyone else relates to this, please let me know, because I got, like, I don't want to say attached, but I felt bad on following them because I was like, this isn't an influencer and YouTuber that I used to watch when I was younger, and I want to keep... Following them just to follow them and I went and I watched one of her videos and I was like she is like making me really uncomfortable like I really don't like this it's like feels immature it feels weird and I was like you know what I don't need to follow this person I don't it's like so minute the world is so big it doesn't matter if you unfollow someone or if you do follow someone And it's the same with friends if you have a friend and they're posting things that aren't encouraging to you unfollow them and if they get mad at you which has happened to me i've had a friend show up at my home because i unfollowed her and she was like i just feel like you don't care about our friendship anymore that's a big red flag and you may want to consider how much that friendship is affecting you because social media is supposed to be used as a tool be encouraging, and fun. And if it ever becomes this thing that has a hold over your mind all the time, or every time you open it you just walk away feeling gross or terrible about yourself, that's a sign that you need a break? Or a sign that maybe you need to go through and unfollow some people. Even if it's a friend. When that friend confronted me about it, I was like, you know what, it's not that I don't I don't like you. And this was before the muting feature too, um, so now that would have been really helpful. Um, but I was like, it's not that I don't like you, it's just like, or even that I don't want to be your friend, it's just some of the stuff you post that sometimes, like, it just, I don't find it encouraging, and that's not a reflection on you, it's just, I'm having a hard time right now, and I don't want to see this stuff right now and, you know, I apologized if I offended her, and I was like, you know what, if this ever becomes a thing where I feel more comfortable, of course I'll follow you again, and there's other social media platforms I have where we can stay connected, so I did my best to accommodate her feelings, because she really was offended that I had unfollowed her, um, but at the same time, it really doesn't matter, and I don't, I unfortunately don't think she understood that It wasn't a personal reflection on her. So, if you're in that position, stand up for yourself. It's okay if you don't want to follow someone. It's okay if you're uncomfortable and you need a break. Um, And if you feel the need to let people know that, go for it. That's totally fine. I feel like people will post things sometimes like, I'm taking a break from social media for two months, and then you see them on social media again, and then it's just awkward because it's like, um no, you didn't. But again, totally your prerogative and none of my business. It's just figuring out ways to make it better for you and who you are as a person. And part of that, I think, comes from the influencer culture that we have today. And I definitely think over the past few years that that's changed. I know some people don't even follow influencers and that's totally fine. Um, and I think that I mean it's such a weird concept to me because they're basically like marketing people <laughs> there's a better word for it. They're salespeople really. Um, they're marketing themselves, they're marketing products, they're selling things that they use or don't use and it can get annoying, I think, sometimes when you see someone that you used to like their videos because they did travel vlogs, and then they start pushing all these products on you, and it's like, okay, this is just annoying, Um, but I've kind of been thinking about it, and I was, I was like, you know, I can't imagine having to post on, like, Six different social media accounts daily, have everything be edited, ready to go, and have such a huge following all the time, I think I'd be, like, so overwhelmed just at the amount of stuff that you had to do. I'm not saying that social media is by any means a super, super difficult job compared to a lot of jobs out there. I have done some crazy things for work. I've worked in the food industry for several years. I've worked for orchestras and some other companies where I've done some marketing stuff. Marketing is a million times easier than working in the service industry or being a teacher. It just is. It's just, it's a lot, there's a lot of work and there is a lot of pressure, but it isn't as draining as, I don't know, getting up to open a restaurant at 4 a.m. and being there all day. Like, that's just completely different. And I think when influencers start making it sound like this super, super difficult job, it is really challenging. And I think it is. I think I would have a, a really hard time just not being overwhelmed by it. But there are some harder jobs out there. And I know there was some recent controversy where an influencer made a comment about how hard being an influencer was. And I do think that it's a really difficult job. I do. But I think, I mean, could you imagine being a doctor? Like, are we even gonna try to play the comparison game with that? So it's, it's hard as a normal Working class person, not to get irritated because I see stuff where, like, I'll see people complaining, like, oh my gosh, you know, I had to fly first class out here to do this event and I'm so tired. I'm like, are you kidding? Like, why would you complain about something like that? So it's hard sometimes to see those things and not get really jealous or really upset. And I've noticed with myself, if I start feeling that way when I'm seeing something, I will straight up block them, because I don't want to see their stuff. And it's not a personal thing. I don't hate that person. But if I'm getting, like, emotional reactions from things like that, I just need to check myself and be like, okay, why am I getting upset? Why am I getting jealous? Why am I having such a hard time with this? And why am I taking this so seriously? Um... And that's something that I've had to learn and something I've been working through over time because I think especially when you're a creative person and you like posting content, it's tricky because you see people who are really invested in it and doing really well and it's, it's hard not to compare yourself in any context. It is and it's something that I think people should really talk about more. Because it, it not only is it challenging to constantly be taking in all of this information, but it's also hard mentally. I remember seeing this thing that was, I, I think it might have honestly been on social media, or you know what, I think it might have been a TED Talk. If I can find it, I will link it on the website or the description. But the person who wrote it, I can't remember who they are, I'm so sorry, they said imagine if you got two hundred, just 200 people walk up to you and compliment you in one day how overwhelmed you would be or if you had to go out and you know do something like you film a video the thing you film you know whatever action you're doing in that video in front of the amount of people that see it even if that's 40 people or if it's 800 people or a thousand people. How overwhelmed would you be? Personally, I would be so overwhelmed and it dawned on me. I was like, we're constantly trying to get more and more and more likes and follows and views, but mentally our brains aren't meant to have that much attention all the time. I talked to A few strangers a day, I talk to my husband, I talk to my parents, it's probably like five people, 500 people talking to me or or seeing, like, seeing something that I'm doing and commenting on it, I would be so overwhelmed. And I took a minute, and I felt completely different about how many likes or follows I got, because I was like, it doesn't matter, and it also is a really new thing and it's not normal so I don't need to have such a tight hold on what this means to me and that helped me so much because I was like okay after reading that something clicked and I was like I want to do this for me because if I look at my Instagram I kind of want it to be a scrapbook that's kind of what I view it as as a scrapbook I want it to look Like something that I want it to look like that makes me happy, that makes me smile and I can look back at memories and pictures and if people really like it and get encouragement from it that's awesome so I started doing that I started taking pictures, I started editing them the way I wanted to and organizing things the way I wanted to and I was like, you know what this has been so much more rewarding than when I was so constantly consumed and stressed about how many likes or followers I was getting. And then when it came to this podcast and promoting it, my marketing experience came in handy because I was like, oh, I know how all of these demographics and things work, but I'm looking at it from a business point of view. I'm not looking at it from a personal enrichment point of view. So you can use social media as a fun personal hobby or you want to just sit back and relax and scroll on TikTok for a little bit or you can use it to promote promote your business. That is so cool and something that is so new and exciting. And I'm so thankful because you can have so many different avenues. But it's also really important to understand how much screen time and being on social media can affect your mental health. And it's not just TikTok or Instagram, it's anything. Just watching TV all the time, having a screen in front of you for work all the time. People who work from home have to sit in front of a screen all the time, and then if you want to relax, you're going to want to scroll on social media or watch TV. And I don't know the technical scientific things behind it, but I do know that it does negatively affect you're focused, you're constantly in front of something that's instantaneous and always there, and you can kind of just check out. And I find myself, when I'm really anxious or I'm I'm really depressed, I'll find myself sitting on social media for hours because I just don't physically feel like I can do something else. And it's just easy and it feels like I'm doing something. And it even makes me feel like I'm connected to people or connected to something. And then it just makes me feel worse. And that's kind of how I know if I'm having a hard time. If I wake up in the middle of the night and I go right to my phone and I just scroll for an hour, that's when I know. I'm like, okay, I might need to take a minute and force myself to do something else. Even if it's like I've been sitting in bed on my phone all day, it's 12 p.m., I'm going to get up, I'm just going to get an outfit on, I'm going to go do some dishes and draw for or paint or do something that I like like a puzzle something like physical where I can get myself away from a screen even if it's like I'm gonna turn on a podcast and just listen to something it helps me a lot and then if I'm doing really well I don't want to be on my phone as much because I have the energy to to do something else and I think something that I know has definitely helped me is just reminding myself that it feels easy because I can easily pick up my phone and instantly be entertained. Picking up a book is hard. It is so hard. It's hard work to pick up a book and read or go on a walk, especially when you're, you have so many other responsibilities. So if you're struggling with that, and that's something that I definitely have a hard time with, I just have, I tell myself, and I've kind of, like, Not conditioned myself, but it pops in my head. I'll just be like, am I doing the easy thing right now? Or am I doing the hard thing? And if I I tell myself, okay, I'm doing the easy thing. I'm scrolling a lot because I just don't feel good. What can I do that will help me get some time away to be with my thoughts that's productive? Even if that's just coloring in a coloring book or going on a walk for 10 minutes and trying to find five different colors, going on a color walk. <laughs> Just something fun and new that will help me feel better and also help me to relax. So I really enjoy social media, but I also have found that it's not always the greatest thing for my mental health. and. Treating it as a tool has been so helpful and I'm really thankful for it because I really enjoy it. It's a wonderful platform. I love creating, but I also want to learn to be more present and in the real world more often because at the end of the day, I have this beautiful world all around me where I can go out and pay attention and look around and that's something that we take for granted all the time. So, if you're having a hard time today or you find yourself scrolling all the time, I definitely encourage you to even just go to a coffee shop. Don't turn on your phone. Just go to a coffee shop, get a coffee, and just sit and just take in your surroundings. It's so good for you. It's so good for your mind and your soul. Just take the time to be with yourself and be with your thoughts. You will not regret it. And... I'm going to continue doing the same thing, and I'm really excited to learn more about social media and its effects on mental health, but also use it in a productive way. So yeah, that's about all I have today, but if you have any thoughts on this, let me know. I'd love to talk about this again. If anyone wants to chat about this with me, let me know. Shoot me a DM. So many of you have messaged me saying, hey, I really want to talk about this topic I'm really passionate about on your podcast. Can I? The answer is always yes. DM me. We will totally chat. It's going to be really great, so just let me know. Before I leave, I have to answer the three things that brought me joy this week. It's just, it's the way it is. It's what we've got to do every single time. So, three things that brought me joy this week. Number one, it has been so beautifully warm in Chicago. It's kind of freaking me out a little bit because, I mean, it was 30 degrees and I saw snow, And it's been 80 (laughs) so it's a little weird Um, but I've been really enjoying it I walked down to the beach the other day absolute perfection I loved it I love when weather is warm it helps me so so much second thing that brought me joy this week I think was okay this is gonna sound silly I love lip balm so much I've always loved lip balm I love lip products I think part of it is I play the French horn I had to find chapsticks, because if you don't use chapstick, if you play a brass instrument, your lips will crack and bleed, and it's disgusting. And I also live in Chicago, and it's windy and freezing, and ugh. So, I bought a new lip balm that I'm super excited to try. I've been wanting it for, like, four years, when Glossier got really popular and the lip balms came out. I Like, it was just too expensive. I could never get it. So I ordered it, and I'm so excited. It's got sparkles in it, so I don't know. It just healed my inner child. It's birthday cake flavored. I can't wait for it to get here. I feel like it might be terrible. It may or may not be. I don't know. We will see. The other thing is in my apartment building in our courtyard, there's this little black cat that always pokes its head up when I'm going to leave and it's so cute and every time I see him or her I don't know it's like uh, it just brings me so much joy I want a cat so much um Matt refuses to get a cat so maybe if you all message me that Matt needs to let me get a cat he will um that would bring me so much joy Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It means the world to me that you join me every week and listen to me talk or talk to other people. If you like this podcast and you want more, you can listen to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts, whether that's Apple, Google, or Spotify. If you'd like further resources, please check out our website or Instagram. And if you would like to ask a question or be featured, DM me, shoot me a message. I'd love to have you. All right. Have a good one, guys.